This is CarPro USA. Jerry Reynolds is the CarPro. Think of him like Yoda in the Star Wars movies. Tons of experience, over 35 years in the car industry, wise, two-term chairman of the Ford National Dealer Council, and all about helping others learn. Radio Hall of Famer Kevin McCarthy is his sidekick, and he's kind of like the show's Wookiee. He growls a lot, but he's always here to help Jerry. Now, with straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive, from a long time ago in a four galaxy far, far away, to the latest models out right now. Welcome to CarPro USA. Thank you so much for joining us. This is CarPro USA, and I'm Jerry Reynolds, CarPro. I'm here to help you. If you want to take advantage of all my years in the car business, I'll tell you the truth about whatever you ask me, as long as it's not a mechanical question. Or if you've already just purchased a car and you want to know if you got a great deal, know up front, I will lie to you about that. I'm always going to tell you, yep, you got a great deal. That's a wonderful car. Congratulations. You couldn't have done any better because I don't want to hurt your feelings and it's too late anyway. So other than that, Straight talk, honest answers, that's what you're going to get here at CarPro USA. The phone number, 800-926-7777, 800-926-7777. The website, carprousa.com. That's where you'll find all of our dealers and uh, the people there that you talk to if you're in the market for a particular vehicle. And also on the front page of carprousa.com, you'll find a search engine that will tell you cars, give you a listing of cars closest to your particular zip code that are part of our CarPro USA network. Every car you see there is at one of our dealers. And right this minute, there are 32,076 new and used vehicles there at that search engine. How many? 32,076. And that number's down. It, it typically, typically this time of year, uh, that number will be close to 40,000, but because inventory is tight in a lot of places and we keep running into microchip shortages and, you know, COVID closures. And then this week we find out that the Texas winter storms that we had three weeks ago now has caused a foam shortage pardon me a lot of foam comes out of texas what kind of foam? i didn't know that like foam that you use foam for insulation? so your butt doesn't hurt when you sit in a car that kind of foam exactly i'm a fan i am too but that has caused a shortage now you know a one week shutdown of a foam plant in my mind shouldn't be that hard to make up that ground with you know some overtime and Things like that. Yeah. It can be, that can be made up. The microchip thing is, is a real problem. Uh, and I have good news about that, by the way. I'm all ears. Um, because I was kind of following it, thinking if these microchip factories were going to be working triple shift overtime, that they might make more money and might be a good investment. Yeah. Ford announced this week that even though they were dealing with the problem, that they were not going to cut back on their allocation to dealers because of the microchip deal. So that means they found another maker. It's it's, it's similar to similar to the vaccine, the COVID vaccine. Oh. You know, you, 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 one comes on, the second one comes on. Now we got the Johnson and Johnson third one. Uh, they probably found another microchip maker. 
It's scary to me, though, because microchips control so much of cars. And, you know, is is a new company coming on? Have we had time to test those things? Quality assurance. Okay, are Mm. we going to be looking at 65 million recalls over the next couple of years? And we go to San Antonio to kick off this hour. Peter, welcome to CarPro USA. Hey, Jerry, I uh, appreciate you taking my call. My question is, I've been, uh, I got a call from the dealer uh, about the new Cadillac uh, diesel with the Duramax. Uh, I've got a, a current uh, Cadillac Escalade uh, ESV that I use to tow my uh, 28-foot Airstream. Yeah. And I wanted to get your advice about whether the new uh, diesel that they came out with, I guess, this past year or so uh, in the Cadillac. uh, I know it's the same one that's in the truck because the Cadillac's on a truck frame. Right. Can you give me any comments and guidance, mileage difference, towing, which is better? Uh, And if y'all want to get into an argument again about the rear axle uh, ratio, (laughs) y'all give me advice on that. Count me out. How much does your Airstream weigh, loaded, roughly? I, I knew you were going to ask me that. Well, so it's kind of important. It's very important. So the the weight is 6,500 pounds, and then you can throw another 1,500 on So I always tell everybody 8,000 pounds. Okay, that's good. That's, that's And you're right. And, and probably 15. 1500 extra might be a little aggressive but let's say let's say that's right um you know the regular escalade the new one is is rated for 8600 pounds if i remember correctly and if not exactly that's real close so i got to think the diesel and i haven't driven one yet peter in in the cadillac but i have had the duramax in the uh, three-quarter ton, both the Chevy and the GMC, and it's a sweet engine. It's quiet. Oh, my goodness, it's quiet. And just where, where, where that diesel really would, would be a benefit to you is the torque. When you go off the line with that trailer pulling behind you, you will not know it's there. And, you know, horsepower is one thing, but torque's a whole other thing. And diesels always look light on horses, but that doesn't matter. What matters is the torque. And the torque ratings on these things now, whether it be the Ford, the Ram, the Chevy, or the GMC, they're up over 950 pounds, foot-pounds of torque. That's huge. That's huge. So, I, you know, I, I don't – first off, I think the engine quality-wise is great. Fuel economy seemed really good, although they don't rate it because it's, it's a three-quarter ton. Uh, and then finally, I would tell you that the, the towing capacity would be outstanding with that thing, especially for those kind of those kind of uh, miles or that kind of weight. Now, think the, the question none of us know is what happens with diesel fuel prices in the future. Would you be better off with the regular 6.2 liter V8? And that's going to be a hard one to answer. If you want to keep that Escalade for many, many years, I'd definitely go with the diesel. Well, I've got a gas one now, so 
I don't need to change it. I was just thinking if I was going to go ahead and do it and get your car pro deal so I don't have to play liar's poker. Yeah, and I got Ken, Ken Bachelor Cadillac there in San Antonio. is awesome. Uh, let's give that some time. Maybe I can get one to review, and then I want to watch also what happens with fuel prices. Let's put this off for a little while. So many choices. Gasoline, hybrid, electric. Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, can help you make that decision. Call now, 1-800-926-7777. This is Car Pro USA, Kevin McCarthy, Jerry Reynolds. We hope you're having good weather this weekend, whatever that qualifies for at this time of the year where you live. I was really surprised at the list you had in this week's newsletter about the fastest selling vehicles. In other words, when they get to the dealership, how many days is it on average before they leave and go find a new home? Not surprised. The Corvette was number one. Said in the study, it took 10 days to sell, which kind of surprised me. I figured it was probably two days, maybe. It may be because they may be using... And I have a, there's a website called I see cars, I S E E cars.com and gotten to know them pretty well. They do some really in-depth studies, but when you talk about days from the time the car comes in to the time it leaves, there's some lag time in there for prep, for, for doing the paperwork. If they're using registration information, ah. then that makes sense. But just about every uh, Corvette that comes in is sold and has been sold for a long, long time. Well, the Genesis GV80 has already jumped up to the third fastest selling. And the one that might be surprising to people because there, I haven't heard that much buzz about it, is the new Lexus IS350, which what little buzz I've heard about it is that it's a very luxurious bottle rocket. Yeah, it is, and and they priced it right as well, and that that's kind of a big thing. So it was an interesting list. Um, you know, there were 20 vehicles that sold in less than 24 days, and, you know, some relatively common ones. So there were some surprises on this list. The new Ford Bronco Sport is selling out in 21 days. The Range Rover Evoque in 22. Yeah. Who knew? Now, you got to bear in mind, if it's not a super popular vehicle, dealers don't order many of them, so there's not many of them out there, and that's going to make them sell quicker. I did notice that the average for all vehicles was 46 days, and if I recall correctly, there's always a chance I didn't, but I think I recall you saying once upon a time that somewhere between 45 and 60 days was an optimal inventory. That's what you want. You want it, you want it to be, I, I always thought 45 was too low. Uh, 60 was my number. Some dealers use 75 days supply. I, I think that's too much. 60 was always my number. That's the one I used. Because and, that gives your customers enough Different choices, sure, and combinations and of interior colors, etc. My my biggest dealership, we stocked three thousand new vehicles at all times. And how many of those were pickups? Oh, two thousand of them. Yeah, you know, 
Uh, let's talk to Brian in Livermore, California. Brian, welcome. Well, hi. How's it, how's it going, guys? It's good, man. What can I help you with? First, I don't know gear ratios at all, like like Kevin. I think we're all together on that, kind of unanimously. <laughs> well, it takes um, a lot I of years a, of experience to to I know, to know. I know. I have a question that might affect everybody who has a car: Is that they sell handheld onboard diagnostic scanners that you can plug into your car? Sure. And if you get lights problems or your car sounds funny, you can plug these devices under the dash. And I looked on your website, and I didn't see anything about it, so I thought I would call and see if you had any expertise on what kind of scanners we should get and if you should get one. Because everybody who's got a car that's sort of modern before, I think, 1996, these things tell you what that sound is. You get a funny sound. You have something not right with the engine. You plug in this diagnostic thing, and then it'll say, theoretically, it's, uh, you know, your timing, your belt or something. Have you heard about these, and do you know? Yeah, I've had one for probably well over 10 years, back when they were primitive. Um, yes. It was it was called CarMD. CarMD.com yeah. was the website. They're one of the first to come out. You plug it into your OBD2 sensor uh, under your dash, typically, and it will read the codes, and you typically do this when you get a check engine light. That's the most common. But, you know, weird noises and things, sometimes they can detect, sometimes they can't. Uh, but then you take that, you pull that out, and then plug it into a computer, and it'll give you a readout and a printout if you want to print it. Here's the thing about today, Brian. Today, O'Reilly's Auto Parts, they'll do that for you for free. If you get a check engine light... You, you pull in there and say, hey, would you mind diagnosing my check engine light? They'll go out there for, for nothing with one of these machines so you don't have to buy one anymore. I think they're probably going to become a thing of the past because they're getting cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. People probably aren't going to want to mess with it. I do appreciate the question. That was excellent. There are only two ways to get straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. Actually, now that I think about it, there's only one way. Call the car pro, Jerry Reynolds, at 1-800-926-7777. And we got a Craig in Los Angeles. Hello, Craig. How can I help you? Well, uh, my girlfriend is driving a 2005 Hyundai Elantra with 205,000 miles on it, and it runs like a top. Yeah. But we have a chance to go to Arizona and pick up a Kia Stinger. Yes, sir. And uh, uh, it's a 2019 with 30,000 miles on it. Is it a, is it a, uh, Craig, is it a GT1 or a GT2? It's all I know. It's a four door. Yeah, they're all four door. It, it, um, that's that's kind of important, especially when you go to value it uh, and see what it's worth. The GT two is the we've reviewed it three times up at our website. We loved it every single time we had it. But the GT two is kind of a hot rod. It's got three hundred and eighty five horses with twin turbos, and it's a runner. And it's one of the 
it's one of the most enjoyable cars I've ever driven. I've not had the regular, which I believe is a six-cylinder in that car, but the car itself is great. It's just, you know, if it were me, I'd get the GT2, but, you know, that's also going to add to the price. Who's, is it someone you know that has this car? Yes, my aunt is in Arizona. And, how, and I'm wondering uh, if, it's worth, if it's worth flying to Arizona and driving it back. If the pr- first of all, and, pr- and second of all, is a car too fast? Well, it's like my girlfriend. It's like every fast car. You don't have to push the accelerator down as hard, and it won't be a fast car. <laughs> I, I'm going to guess if it's your aunt, it's probably not the GT2. Uh, I can't imagine why she'd buy that if she's an older lady. It's probably the regular one, and it'll be fine. They're great cars. They drive great. Um, I, I have been so surprised that this car hasn't sold better than it has. It hasn't been a big seller for Kia, and it should be. They priced it right, 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty, joy to drive. The, I think the whole issue is they just haven't marketed that car at all. I've never seen a TV ad for that car. If they had done that, they'd probably have a real winner on their hands, but it's a good car. I think it's worth the trip. Cut through all the empty claims and come-ons. Call the car pro, Jerry Reynolds, to find your next set of wheels. 1-800-926-7777. This Hour of Car Pro USA is brought to you by Progressive, making it easy to bundle your home and your car insurance together check them out it's progressive.com jerry every time i think about or reread your story about when uh, dateline nbc came to your door i think of the old joke about you know it's going to be a bad day when a 60 minutes camera crew shows (laughs) up at your front door early in the morning yes and the from the very beginning when you kind of went, okay, what's going to be their angle? What's usually their angle? It's usually not, look how wonderful they treat customers at car dealerships till you investigated and it was went on and it was obviously going to be a hit piece. Oh, sure. They'd been to five dealerships in Dallas-Fort Worth the same day. It was a different investigation. Because it was rigged. Well, well, maybe not exactly, but they had an agenda. They found people that were actually in the market for a car versus somebody that they set down and trained their producer or whatever. Yeah. To, to trap you. It wasn't that kind of deal, but still even as good a dealerships as I ran, it was, it was unnerving to say the least because you, you, you think you've got your people trained in, in you know, your factory uh, customer satisfaction ratings or at the top, I'd won every award that Ford offered for customer satisfaction, been to trips all over the world because of our customer satisfaction. I, you, you still don't know what goes on inside a sales office when you got a salesperson and a customer in there 
You don't know what goes Behind on. Behind the and, doors, yeah. And, and, you know, so you, you get a new salesperson, you, it takes a while to learn them, and we fired many over the years that, you know, they didn't meet our standards. They didn't treat people the way we wanted them treated. And so you panic and start thinking of the worst-case scenario. And in your case, of the five people they sent in, four of the actual customers were happy. Yes, The very fifth happy. was unhappy because he had lousy credit, and there was nothing you could do about it. No, there wasn't. It. But he blamed you. Yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, he was mad at us because we were honest with him up front and said, look, with your credit history and your credit score, if we can get this loan approved, and that's a big if, you're going to be looking at 18% interest. Mm. And he got mad at us for that, thought 18%. And that was the one thing that NBC Dateline seized on. These car dealers are charging 18% interest. No, what crooks? We weren't. That We didn't set those interest rates. It was set by the, by the finance company that's putting themselves out there saying, okay, we'll give this guy a chance. They're the ones that set the interest rate. It wasn't us. So I finally was was able to get them sold on that because the only the other four, if they used any of the other the other four people that were there, it would have been a great commercial. But the the angst and I suppose the money when when you got counsel about what to do about all this, that that was an expensive proposition. Oh, it was. I mean, I had good advice from someone inside the television industry that said, you need a PR firm, and here's the best one in the country. And I hired him, and it was not cheap. <laughs> that story is in this week's newsletter. If you subscribe today from the bottom of the front page of carprousa.com, it was written by me. Um, we'll get it to you today, and you can enjoy it. There are 40 of those stories about things that happen, some happy, some sad. Uh, some will make you cry. You know, just different things that happened uh, to me while I was in the car business. They're all at the bottom of my FAQ page. Let's talk to JD in Spring, Texas. JD, how can I help you? Oh, pretty good, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Please don't make me cry. I will try not to, <laughs> sir. Uh, I have a lease that's coming up to the end of its term in about five months. Uh, it's a 2018 Subaru WRX with yeah. the uh, Recaro seats, all the toys, all the nice little bells and whistles. I have three personal vehicles, including the Subaru and a work vehicle. The Subaru sits in a garage unless I feel like taking it out. I don't need it. I love it, but I think I could trade, give it back to them and then go sell it potentially to someone else because the number they gave me at the end of the lease, from what I can tell, is way below market. So I don't know what what to do. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. If you sell it yourself, you're going to have to pay sales tax again when you purchase. You've, you've got to go through the process of purchasing it before you can sell it. Because right now it's not your car. It belongs, belongs to Subaru. Yes, so then you pay the sales tax and, and, and that sort of thing, uh, which which takes a chunk of equity out in a lot of cases. However, you're right. The WRX market is really good right now. 
I watched, in fact, I watched just this week, probably half dozen of them go through the auction on, on a simulcast and they were bringing way over book value. Um, how many miles are on your, is on yours, JD? 30,000. Oh, that's perfect. And it, it looks good. No body damage, that sort of thing. Not a, not a, nothing. Okay. Here's what I want you to do. Let's, and it, it's really the, it, you're at the time right now that you need to start doing your homework. I've got an, yes, I've got an article at my FAQ page. And it's the very first thing you see when you go to that page. It's called end of lease options. And, and, and there's really only three things that can happen at the end of a lease. And one of them is what you're describing, which is where you sell your car yourself rather than just hand them the keys and walk away, which most people do. Yeah. So there's a also a website on in that article for a way to go online and get a real value on the car. If you get... If you start looking at Kelly Blue Book and NADA and all those places, you're going to get yourself unrealistic expectations, maybe high, maybe low, because they're just inaccurate. They're just inaccurate. What what we want to know is what will a company write you a check for that car for? Because you, you, yeah. you, you eliminate all the BS when – you start writing checks, right? So I've got a website yep. there. You can do it all. I used to recommend CarMax, but I don't anymore because you got to physically take the car to them. I've got a place now that will do it online, and they are, uh, I wouldn't call them affiliated with me, but they have taken really good care of my listeners. So go there. Uh, and, one other thing. Yeah. One other thing is, I, you know, I thought about using it as a down payment, as a trade-in towards a newer car. And you can do that. That's that's one of the three things that I described there. But at least let's find out what's it worth versus what the residual value is, because that residual value is set in stone. It ain't going anywhere. It ain't changing. So do that. If you want to call me back, feel free. You don't have to go far to decide on a car. Let the car pro, Jerry Reynolds, help. Oh, okay. Well, let me give him a call. Call 1-800-926-7777. You may... Here at CarPro USA, I had to laugh when I picked this week's classic car of the weekend. I mean, I know it was a runner. But the special, and that was from the factory, hood on it. For some reason, I couldn't get the image of a catfish out of my mind when I looked at the front <laughs> of that car. And we thought it was hot back in the day. Yes, we did. Um, next week's newsletter, I've got some details about the Barrett-Jackson Scottsdale auction that's coming up here pretty quick, and that's the big one of the year. And it is a lot of fun. It's a lot of if you like cars. It's a lot of fun to draw to watch and i'll i'll get you all the uh it's not for a couple of more weeks but how are they going to handle the audience with zoom are they going to have people in person there'll be some people there um limited numbers uh they've been doing they've been doing this simulcast auction now for 
uh, a year, the auction that I watch every Wednesday, every Wednesday in Dallas, um, it's been simulcast, and they are letting some people come back in there now. Uh, but honestly, mostly I, bid by phone, like the big art auctions or something. Yeah, but you can see the car online, and you can it'll tell you all about it. And you know, I didn't think it would work, but it, frankly, it has. It's worked really well. Um, I. I I don't know. It's one of the, it's another one of those things where I don't know if it'll ever go back to the way it was. It may not. We'll see. And we go to Steve in Church, Texas. He's near San Antonio. How you doing, pal? Hey, I'm doing great on this wonderful Saturday. I've got a question for you that probably thousands of people would love to have the answer to. All right, hit it. Hit it. How do the large dealerships uh, determine the selling price of their used cars? Well, unfortunately, there's no rules for this, and different dealers do it different ways. Uh, Technology has changed some of this because now dealers have access to software that is real-time that tells them what a vehicle will bring, okay? When I was in the car business, I I only had tools that tell me what a car was worth, what's wholesale on it, what will it bring at the auction. Uh, today, there's predictive software out there, one big company called V-Auto, and they're very, very accurate, that will tell you this car will sell at this price within 60 days. If you lower the price to this price, it'll sell within 45 days. And as, as I talk, I've talked a lot of times, um, it's, it's, it's about how, how often you turn your inventory. So some dealers are still primitive. They just use the old, let's mark it up three grand and reduce the price every week until it sells. Others will take that predicted price and put it on the lot from day one at that price. And believe it or not, and this is a great question, Steve, thank you. I have seen dealers many times trade for a car, and because V Auto said it's only going to bring this and sell within 15 days, they price it at a loss right off the bat. And I know that sounds backwards, but they've, they trust this software enough that they, they know it's right. And so if they had to put too much in a trade to sell a new car that was distressed merchandise, then when they put that used car out there, they don't want to sit on it because they know it's too high based on V-Auto or whoever, whatever one they use. They don't want to set it on the lot too, too expensive because it's just going to sit there. So they started off at a loss. There's just no rules to it. I loved your question. I hope that helped you, and I appreciate you calling. His feet are in the stirrups, and he's ready to ride. Get straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive from the car pro, Jerry Reynolds, at 800-926-7777. I'm Jerry Reynolds, the car pro. Let me help you with a great deal on a new car, truck, or SUV by calling us on the air. 800-926-7777.
Deep in the heart of Texas is a CarPro USA guy that's been with us since Austin has been weird. <laughs> it's a long time. I'm talking about your friend, Shannon Brady, at Charles Mond Toyota. Yes. I think he probably gets more five-star ratings in a couple of months than you catch fish in an entire summer. I promise you. Listener named Greg said Shannon was so easy to work with, personable, professional, accommodating. He had the vehicle Greg and his wife wanted to uh, look at waiting for them uh, in the front of the dealership when they got there. Reaching a sales price he and his wife were comfortable with, he said, was almost too easy. The pricing was better, way better than any other dealers in town. But most importantly, there weren't any of the usual dealership salesman back and forth games that we all know could make a mer- purchasing a vehicle so unpleasant. All in all, he and his wife had such a great experience that when it comes time to replace his new Highlander, Shannon will be the man he calls. And that's how you get five-star ratings and repeat customers. Yeah, he's been with us uh, over a decade at Charles Mond Toyota. Just a great guy. I mean, he's his rating on our website is, it looks like it's, it's hard to tell once you get past four and a half out of five, but it looks like it's easily a 4.9. I've heard you talk about him so many times and when you do you always have more than just respect more than just appreciation there's an affection yeah there is you learn to love these guys and gals that are part of the show over time because you get to be close and you 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 appreciate them i appreciate them living up to what i say they're going to do and that's hard to find these days but all our dealers do that and they're all at carprousa.com quick certified dealers even if you don't know a crossover from a cross stitch jerry reynolds can help you call the car pro at 1-800-926-7777